Hello, 49er fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the 49er Paradise Podcast. Thank you all once again for tuning in. I'm happy to have you. This week's show is brought to you by the GBNReport.com. That's Colin Lindsay's Great Blue North Draft Report. GBNReport.com. It's a great up-to-date site with loads of draft information, and Colin Lindsay is one of our hosts for a draft chat this offseason. So be sure to check out GBNReport.com for all the latest and greatest draft news. All right, 49er fans, uh, just a reminder that you can send your questions and comments to the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show either by email at podcasts at 49ersparadise.cjb.net or you can call the show directly. From San Francisco, there's a local number, 415-354-1083, then press 1, and when prompted, dial one seven four seven six two eight seven one four nine and the number sign. That once again is four one five three five four ten eighty three. Press one when you're prompted, then dial one seven four seven six two eight seven one four nine and the number sign to be connected to the Forty Nine ers Paradise. It's a free call from San Francisco, and there are a lot of other local numbers too all of which is available on the podcast page at 49ers Paradise. Of course, you can always sponsor a podcast show, and you can do that also by contact me at, contacting me at podcast at 49ersparadise.cjb.net and helping to support the site while you're at it. It's a great way to hit a target market and uh, get your message across. All right, now on to the post-Super Bowl podcast. And uh, a couple questions I have here. One is from Mike in Texas, and he asks me what my thoughts are on Joe Montana missing the MVP ceremony at the Super Bowl. Um, Well, Montana's a three-time Super Bowl MVP. I'm pretty sure he's the only three-time Super Bowl MVP. And he he was one of two, the other being Terry Bradshaw, not to attend the ceremony. Um, An initial story broke that Montana held out because uh, he wanted more money and guaranteed contracts from the NFL, etc. And... uh, I was a little skeptical of the article to begin with, and then Montana's uh, agents came out this uh, past uh, week and also said that Montana actually did not reject the offer by the NFL because of a money issue, but rather because he wanted to spend some time with his family and that he was at the uh, game and the ceremonies and uh, participated in a lot of events, I believe on the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday leading up to the game. Uh, but returned home to, like I said, spend some time with his family. So my feelings are are, uh, pretty straightforward. There are three sides to every story, so I'm sure that uh, the truth lies somewhere in the middle of what's uh, been published by both sides. I fully support Montana if he indeed wanted to spend time with his family. I don't think there's any reason why um, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. Super Bowl weekend, not Super Bowl weekend... It uh, doesn't really matter. The guy gave a big chunk of his life and his family's life to the NFL and the 49ers and their fans. And so, you know, it's great to see him trot down the field for 30 seconds. But, you know, if he feels it's more important to be with his family, I don't blame him one second and wouldn't question him on it at all. If, on the other hand, he was holding out for an extra $90,000, um, that bothers me a little bit. But again, Hey, it's a capitalist world, and again, it's not such a big big deal if he wanted 
more money. He's the three-time Super Bowl MVP. He perhaps deserves to be treated in a way different than the other Super Bowl MVPs. Now, all that being said, I find it hard, to, really hard to believe that um, a guy of his wealth and status and who's able to make money in so many different ways would uh, be so petty as to need that extra $90,000 or whatever the difference was between what the NFL was paying uh, the MVPs and what Joe reportedly wanted. So um, I, I tend to believe the story lies a little bit more um, in what Montana's agents proposed and in what the uh, media broke as the story. But uh, that's my opinion. I guess we never will really know what the truth of the matter is unless uh, the media retracts their story or um, Montana elaborates further. Now, Chris in Pittsburgh asks me if uh, I regret, or rather the 49ers should regret, letting Cedric Wilson go, um, given that he was a part of the Super Bowl winning team. And I guess by that question, you could also ask about Jimmy Williams, who was part of the uh, Seahawks, and, you know, a whole bunch of other players, coaches, and whatever, who might have been part of the 49ers who made it to the playoffs. Um, I don't regret letting Wilson go in particular. I don't let, regret letting Jimmy Williams go either. Um, but the question focuses on Wilson, so so will my answer. Wilson is a very capable second or third receiver in the NFL, but he was in a predicament with the 49ers where um, he, first of all, had to be the first string receiver, and I don't believe that he had the ability to be that. And uh, second of all, there was a lot of depth at the receiver position while everyone was healthy, and so somebody had to go. Um, Cedric Wilson was that guy. Now, I have a lot of respect for him. Seeing the way he practiced uh, two summers ago in training camp, he was working harder than anyone else on the field. I think he's got the dedication needed to make it in the NFL, and I think he's a great person and player. But I don't think he was a fit for the 49ers anymore, just as a result of we needed to get our young players some playtime and see what we have and don't have in them as uh, the team's trying to build for the future. If... Uh, team was making a run for the playoffs and maybe keep him around for a little bit but uh trying to grow and see what you have for the future i he didn't he didn't have a lot of uh future with the team unfortunately and uh i'm very happy for him and uh, his super bowl victory <clears throat> now i guess i kind of do have to eat my words a little bit because i predicted that the seahawks would win the super bowl and i did that based on uh my calm out coaching Bill Cower and uh, the West Coast offense coming through. Now, I do believe the West Coast offense, based on what I saw this weekend, is still good enough to win a Super Bowl in nearly its native form. I believe that the Seahawks played almost well enough to win. They lost because their receivers can't catch a ball, and they got a few bad breaks. Now, I'm not making an excuse for the team, because I do think when it comes down to it, they were outplayed by Pittsburgh and uh, they were outcoached by Bill Cower and his team. Now, Matt Hasselbeck certainly put in a good performance and ran the West Coast offense really well, and that's why I say the offense is probably good enough to win a Super Bowl. You know, they don't drop a few passes, they kick a few field goals, maybe this game ends up differently. But the fact of the matter is that the West Coast offense has, in my opinion, stood the test of time. We're now 20 years later or so 
and we see that the offense is still plenty powerful. And of course, when I say the WCL or the West Coast offense, I'm referring to Bill Walsh's form of offense or a slight hybrid of offense. I know that some people are quite picky on how the term is thrown around, so that's how I'm using it here. Um, so now I also know the 49ers are moving away from that offense. They drafted, or not drafted, they signed Norv Turner as their offensive coordinator. He's not a West Coast offense guy, not even close to a West Coast offense guy. So what does that all mean? Well, it means that the 49ers are going to be running an offense that isn't the West Coast offense. Um, and quite frankly, I only think there are two teams in the NFL running the West Coast offense these days. So not such a big deal, um, providing that the offense is a winning offense, whatever it is that's fielded. Now, all that being said, I do still feel quite strongly that Mike Holmgren had a good enough offense to succeed. Now, Bill Cower put together a very strong game plan, and he got his players to perform. And I think that comes down to just the intensity of Cower, his game control, and his X's and O's. He pulled the gadget plays when he needed them. Um, the option touchdown was a, a great call, so was... Um, a play late in the game when they needed a first down where they did practically a triple reverse, which was a masterful play to pick up the first down. And it showed that he was aggressive to the point of winning the game. He never, never sat back and said, okay, let's uh, let's see what we can do, try and kill some time, play it conservatively. That wasn't Bill Cower, and I think that's a testament to him being a true football guy and a guy with a whole lot of intensity and that intensity was taken on by the team throughout the playoffs you saw that Pittsburgh was playing above and beyond the level of talent on that team and quite frankly that impressed me a whole lot I hope that what the 49ers have in Mike Nolan and now North Turner can equate to what Bill Cower has done in Pittsburgh because he's had a quite an amazing run there. He's seen the offense through its ups and downs. He's seen uh, the defense through its ups and downs. He's seen the entire team through winning seasons, playoff seasons, losing seasons, and he's managed to stick around. And there's something to be said about that consistency and what it brings to a team. On top of that, um, I think that Nolan has that intensity. I think that, you know, he made a he made a share of rookie mistakes this season, but all of his moves this season were to try and mold the team in his image, which I think was a great idea. And I think um, his efforts will hopefully wreak dividends. Now, I do think Nolan needs a little bit of work in X's and O's, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. And hopefully Norv Turner can help address those um, this this season because I think Turner is an excellent resource as a head coach in terms of his X's and O's skills on the offensive side of the ball. Put the two together, and uh, we could have a really winning combination here. And I wasn't so sure about that prior to the Super Bowl, but um, I feel quite strongly that Nolan has a lot of the same character traits as Bill Cower, and that I find really, really encouraging. And I think if you combine his defensive knowledge with Turner's offensive knowledge, you probably have the same X and O capability of the Steelers. Um, and then it's just a matter of getting the players the talent level and the execution. And once you have all that in place, you can then use the the absolute passion of the coaches to inspire the players to play above and beyond their talent level. And I think that's what separates a playoff contender, a playoff winner, and a Super Bowl winner, is how well a coach can inspire and motivate his team to play beyond the talent level. So, 
that wraps up this week's podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. It's been uh, one heck of a, a week after the Super Bowl. It's always uh, always interesting to see how the game goes, how the commercials go. And, uh, man, living in Canada is not fun because you don't get to see those commercials till after the fact and you have to download them online. And, uh, well, I can thank the CRTC for that, but that's a rant for another time. In any case, I want to thank all you 49er fans once again for tuning into the show. Um, thank you for uh, a great 2005-2006 season. I'm really looking forward to kicking off the 2006-2007 season with a blast. Don't forget that we have drafts scheduled for uh, this off season and uh, draft chat scheduled. It should be a blast. A reminder that you can call into the 49ers Paradise show um, or email. Email is podcast at 49ersparadise.cjb.net. Calling from San Francisco is 415-354-1083. Press 1 when you're prompted. Then dial 1-747-628-7149 and the number sign to be connected to 49ers Paradise. Of course, all this information is available on the podcast page at 49ers Paradise, where you can get local numbers for free calls from around the country. And I also want to encourage you all to check out GBNReport.com, this week's show sponsor. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Until next week, have a good one. of the 49ers had only just begun.